All right, episode 28, Worst Fans in Baseball podcast. It's just Nick and Josh, Josh and Nick, today. <laughs> so. Yes, sir. I, oh, I probably shouldn't do the yes, sir thing. That's, uh, yeah, that's not my territory. Um, <laughs> how's it going tonight, man? Good. Good. We're, uh, yeah. we're, we're going to record an episode, uh, together without Tom, who I previously mentioned is in, uh, Las Vegas dying. So, um, that's what I hear going to strip clubs, um, getting, yep. you know, slob, getting his knob slobbed and then going to the buffet and yep. being a slob. He said so, something you know. about Romanian tits. So, yeah, I, I saw that too, which I'm interested to hear his experiences yep. when he arrives or if he does, maybe it's a casket and we can have a memorial episode next week. That could be cool. Yep. He's, he's drinking his weight and liquor as we speak so <laughs> awesome oh man how are you doing so, though you doing good yeah you know got off work today and did the whole workout thing and good, good, you good. know now i'm here so just i'm actually in tom's uh domicile yep so that's fun you it'll know, be it'll be yours in the future too so that's that. that is very true that is very true so Oh man, I guess there's nothing really new going on the Redbirds front. I haven't seen no, any real they, moves today. They, they had a they had a spring training game against the Nats. Verhagen threw two uh, scoreless no hit innings. Third inning got pinned for a couple home runs, but he's looked good in both of his you know appearances this spring that I've watched. Two scoreless innings in his first one, and then two and a third in his second one, which is promising, but. We'll see. They're looking at him as the fifth starter, but I don't know. We'll have to see who who cracks that. I doubt they go and trade for Sean Manaya at this point. So, yeah, probably not. The asking price will be too high. So, and yeah. in, in in mid season, the Dodgers will probably just sweep in and pick him up. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's baseball in St. Louis every year. So we're 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 used to this shit, and that's baseball in L.A. every year. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty much, they, they go and uh, get a star, and the Cardinals sit with their thumb up their ass. So, yeah, you know, doing diddly squat while you're diddling yourself. It's a nice, oh, yeah. it's a nice little combo, I would say. But I, you know, I've been looking at this kid from you know somewhat of our neck of the woods. That James Nail guy, I think he pitched today, and I think he was, I think, wait, yeah, one or two scoreless innings. He was, so. yeah, one. He was from Cape Girardeau. When they said that, I was like, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you know, we'll see what happens. I know Simo uh, had that one catcher get drafted, I think, last year or the year before. Uh, so I think he was – well, he wasn't yeah, drafted. I think he was in, I think he was a free agent that signed. The last Simo alumni, I think, is that uh, lefty from – he was drafted by the uh, Padres. Okay. Uh, I, forgot so his, I, I forgot his name, that. and now he's on the Mets. Um, yeah. I forgot his name. Nolan Arenado hit a home run off of him. Yeah. Um, hey, I guess it's our Nolan Arenado episode, episode 28. Yep. There you go. Nolan Arenado, the Nolan Arenado episode. Hey-oh! Yeah. Nato! I have a guest. <laughs> we love it. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I just watched the uh, episode where um, her uh, boyfriend dude got uh, shot. Um, season two, I think. Season three, maybe. Sopranos. Yes. Yeah. So, did you say, 
yeah, you know, that's exciting. It's, I think that's season I, I, two. I'm something like that. Christopher. It might be three. Christopher. Yes. Yep. Um, but, you know, I don't want to give away spoilers because I got roasted for that last time, even though the show's been out, like, what, 20 years at this point? Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 20, 22 <laughs> years, 23 years. 1999? Yeah. It's yeah. been out. It's been so, out long yeah. enough. Yeah, man. Ooh, I'm I'm still at the you know edge of my seat, wondering how the Uncle Buck is going to end. It's you know it's a brand new movie in the theaters. Um, surprisingly, John Candy's CGI work is phenomenal. It's uh, he's you know, it's whoa, 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 John Candy's CGI'd in the movie. No, but in Uncle Buck is like you know thirty years old probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, classic film. You should watch it if you're unfamiliar. You get to see uh, Macaulay Culkin in it okay. as a young one. Yeah, I watched. Yeah. I watched Home Alone. So. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I guess we should probably talk about the Cardinals because I mean yeah. that is what this is. I guess. Yeah, yeah. A little little pro- little prospect episode, little uh, little future stars episode. What ha- yeah. or what have you? you? Know. So yeah. I made a little bit of a list. I've got five prospects I like for 2022 and beyond, and then just some dudes that we either traded or they didn't pan out ultimately. Or well, one of these guys on here actually was a two-time All-Star after we got rid of him. So it's not probably who you think of. It's going to be a guy from '09, but we'll get into that in a second. Ooh, '09, so, what a good year, just in general. I know. I think that was the year we got a. Uh, Oh, oh God! What's his name? We were just talking about him last Mark, week. Mark DeRosa. Uh, Mark DeRosa. D-Row. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so if if you want to go first with you know maybe we can just go yeah. every other guy. I and... had a I had two that I really am am high on. They're both from ones from the 2020 draft and ones from the 2021 draft. Um, okay. Both both young bucks. One had a way better first professional season than the other um but i guess you know 76 well i guess 76 at bats versus 325 at bats you get kind of a upper hand there with skill with skill set and stuff but my my guy jordan walker he's 19 years old out of stone mountain georgia um he uh was round one draft pick in 2020 pick 21 so that that's big because they only had what five rounds you know yeah or, or less or something like that i don't know 2020 was all fucked up um he 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 had a insane first season um 325 at bats got the slash line of 317 uh average 388 on base percentage and an ops of 936 uh, 14 home runs and Damn. 14 stolen bases. So he went off and, and pretty much catapulted him, himself to, uh, you know, the rankings of top prospects in, in, in the Cardinal system, you know, sneaking up yeah. on sneaking up on uh, Nolan Gorman. So, yeah, which he, he's kind of like that center fielders episode we did. I feel like he's kind of that number one. So I didn't even write him down because we've been saying since day one that Nolan Gorman was going to be a monster and yeah we'll see yeah well Jordan so. Jordan Walker is actually the number one prospect right now um I saw that too yep. on MLB yep yep so damn 
Well, my first guy, and sorry, I don't know where the hell he's from. I did not do that amount of research, so kudos to Nick. He's... He's I'm, a good fellow. I'm just I'm just reading it off the page. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Hey, you didn't have to tell on yourself, man. You know we're professionals here. So yes, yes. My oh man. So my first guy, um, the dis the post dispatch has written a f- several articles about him so far. But Brendan Donovan, yeah. I think he's got. I think he's got the making to be just like a super utility guy, which Cardinals, I mean, historically have loved. You know. I think, you know, he could be that guy where his floor is like Aaron Miles, um, but his ceiling could maybe be as high as like prime Ben Zobrist. So, you know, there's that angle to it that it would just be cool to have a utility guy that's not like Greg Garcia and is going to hit like 210 and play pretty good defense, but is always just like, okay, you know, easy out when he comes up. So we'll see. I think I, I think that Brendan Donovan's going to be on the team this season. Um, I mean, he's he's he is twenty five years old. Uh, it's kind of looking right. kind of looking sus, you know, on his uh, you know being a twenty five year old prospect like that. Still, it kind of doesn't feel too good. Um, I'm sure, but yeah. Hey, he he he's coming up, man. He's he's caught fire last season. You know, um, looks like in twenty twenty one he. Uh, had a let's see here. Uh, yeah, he batted three oh four. You know, with twelve home runs and one hundred eight games. So hey, I'll 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 take that any day of the week, wherever you put him. I mean, maybe not like first base. Yeah, he's but, a lefty bat know. and he plays the infield. So and that's honestly what we need, given that uh, Paul DeYoung is um, I don't know his he's not actually had a terrible he's spring getting training, hits, but I don't yeah. expect him. Yeah, I don't know. He and and I haven't paid close enough attention to see like, oh, is he doing this off of like some double A pitcher they're just throwing in? To uh, get spoiler some reps alert! In? Yes. So, yeah. So, eh, I will hold my praise for Mister DeYoung for a hot minute. But I don't know. Uh, Donovan's just an interesting guy. You know, I I don't know if he eventually. Um, not eventually, but at one point was like a fourth year senior at, you know, his college, which yeah. at that point you're already 22 ish before you even, you know, get drafted. So if that's the case, then like the 25 doesn't really bother me. It's not like he's been toiling in the minors like Jose Martinez was for 10 years, which even that panned out. So yeah, we'll see. So uh, what's your next guy on your list? Um, I, well, after kind of looking through the other ones, um, there's a few more that I, that I like that I might want to touch on if you don't. Um, my other guy's Joshua Baez. He was right. a 21, 21, um, draft pick. So it looks like they were talking about, I think this is, yeah, he was, uh, he was a, uh, two way hit two way player, I think. Um, right. But they want there. He's going to be a, uh, he's going to be an outfielder. I believe so. Eighteen years old wasn't too wasn't too hot in his first you know, um, first season of rookie ball. Granted, twenty three games you can't really say anything about that. Not a big enough sample size for me. Um, yeah, definitely. But not, you know no. what? He did hit two home runs. He K'd twenty eight times. Um, but you know, I, I like I like this. He's a righty righty. 
Um, I feel like if we lose, you know, Bader to free agency, which it's looking like the Cardinals are going to lock O'Neal up out of everybody, and then probably Carlson after that. Looks like uh, looks like right. Bader's going to test free agency here in the next few years. Oh, well, we got Joshua Baez coming up. So, yeah, I mean, in hell, uh, I mean, Tyler, I I know I kind of shit on um, O'Neal last week about how I don't see him being like, you know, 10 years from now necessarily being a gold glove outfielder just because he's so jacked and beefy. But Well, he dropped muscle. At the same t- so. Yeah, well, and if that's the case, you know, even if it's three years from now, I mean, I mean he's played center field before and he was yeah. – perfectly fine mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so who knows i remember when they drafted a uh, Baez last year and you know kind of reading about him that seemed like he had definitely you know high ceiling but he's also super young so you can't get too like upset about his one season of you know subpar hitting at the plate i mean take any 18 year old from a high school in this area and put them against professional pitching i yeah, don't I'm think good. they're gonna have yeah, so, you know, got to be patient. And with someone who's 18 or 19, that's, you know, you have all the time in the world. Heard that. Heard that. Yes, sir. Um, so. Who you who you got? Uh, this next one's kind of obvious, too. Um, it's Libertor. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. you know, he might make that Randy deal actually pay off for the birds. I mean, it stings, you know, it stung when he was, you know, what, World Series MVP two years ago and, you know, yeah, basically he, carried. Yeah, he had a historic postseason, like. Yeah. So. And he's also backed it up since then. It wasn't like David Freeze, who was great for the month of October in 2011 and then just kind of fizzled out ultimately. Right. So, yeah, I mean. He's he's got a nice little repertoire, perfect for a starting pitcher. You know, slider, curveball, changeup, and of course a fastball. I mean, I don't know if it's a two seam or a four seamer, or maybe it's both. I don't know. You would know that probably better than I would playing the show as much as you do. They did um, give him a diamond card at the beginning of uh, the show twenty two, I think, uh, or twenty one. Nice. So, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, his, his repertoire, it looks like he's got a fastball, curveball, changeup. So, I mean, he's probably got a few, he's probably got a few fastballs. So, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, at, at six foot four, he's got the build of an ideal pitching prospect. He's a big boy. I mean, yeah. And he's, you know, you'd love to see him crack the rotation. Like, I don't really want Aaron Brooks to be that fifth starter. Bro, he got his, he got his cheeks clapped the other day. like like bad by the astros fucking double a people yeah well you know Uh, then i who knows if there was a trash can being banged on in sight for them you know easily (laughs) i i don't see him as being good enough to where that would make a difference either way uh considering it's some dude who I had not heard of until this offseason. So yep, a, it, uh, a a waiver pickup by John Mozalak. So hey, that's the move. And the thing is, and we don't need to delve too much into last season, but 
I just feel like he's got this flawed sense of confidence going on now because of how his pickups midseason last year somewhat panned out. So now it's like, see, it does work. It's like the here's the thing: whether the fucking Cardinals going on a 17 game winning streak hangs on the balance of him acquiring Jay Happ <laughs> and John Lester. No. Yeah. Just no. Hell, I'd like to see Hap be that fifth starter over anybody else other than, like, Libertor at this point. You know? But... I'll take I'll take Verhagen until he fucks up big time, so... Eh, that's fair. That's not a bad option. But, you know, like, with Libertor, you know, um, my bet is that he starts at AAA and... yeah. When someone like Michaelis eventually goes down, yeah, with he'll an get hurt soon. So, yeah, especially because I think he got kind of lit up, didn't he, in his last start? I, I want to say he did, but he, he might have just been pitching on one of the backfields, so not really a real. Game. No, yeah, he he pitched on but, the backfields today and got rocked apparently. So, okay, that's so, promising. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hold much stock in him. I mean, I need three or four seasons of being the, like how he was that first year we had him, and we have not had that. And I'm not just going to say, oh, it's because he's been injured. Like, eh. Even, I mean, good pitchers come back from an injury and are at least like solid. You know, they're not, they, they might not be having the best stuff they've had in their career, but I'm not like on pins and needles when they go out and take the mound each game. With him, I'm like that every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's, you know. That's going to be me with, um, I don't know, Steven Matz. But Steven Matz looked really freaking good his first uh, outing. Like, really good. So. Yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty high on Matz. I mean, I'm not, like, saying he's going to be, like, an ace. But I'm like, if he's that, like... Jeff Supon type, like third guy in the rotation, gets you close to 200 innings, posts maybe a sub four ERA or a low four, and doesn't have, you know, d- doesn't walk, you know, 300 people um, yeah. in the first half of the season. Then, you know, I you could know, see like, him, I could see him throwing a few little, uh, you know, I know he doesn't throw many innings, but I could see him, you know, if he keeps his pitch count down, I could see him getting maybe one complete game shutty. Maybe, maybe yeah. one, maybe one, maybe that's being generous well, with him. So, well, and that's also hard to even gauge at this point. Cause we really don't have much of a sample size on how Marmol is going to use their bullpen. You know, is he going to be a Matheny who goes to the bullpen every, every, oh, like bro. every other batter? I mean, I saw Matheny once have like fucking Randy Choate went out to the mound Cardinals legend, big fan of the pod. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he, like, Randy Choate goes out, s- same batter from pitch to pitch. He throws one pitch, and Mike's like, all right, you're out of here. Like, like we're going to bring in, I don't know who, Seth Manus, because oh we're going to use God. him 120 games a year. Oh, my um, God. Him and uh, fucking, um, God, what was his face? I just talked about him on the last episode that I did. Uh, uh, yesterday. Bowman? Bowman, yeah. 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 <laughs> Bowman. Oh, good Lord. God. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, Marmol seems like a smart guy. I just 
hope that that translates to, you know, actual real baseball. And, you know, if you're up a few um, runs in a game and your starting pitchers six innings in and they've allowed four runs and you're up by three or four, keep them in. No point in going to the bullpen. I mean, that's probably not the uh, the old statistic people, uh, the stat nerds. They're probably, you know, hating that because, oh, my God, he might give up six earned runs. But, it, you know, you're saving the bullpen, and who gives a shit about ERA if you still win the game, you know? So, I guess, I don't know. I'm truly, I'm not a fan of the, the three three batter minimum. I'm really not. Um, yeah. I, that, I don't know. That could just be me like, oh, you know, I used to love baseball this way, but now it's this way. But I don't know. I don't know. I digress. Oh. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Libertor. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I don't know. He's got a lot of hype around him, and I don't even remember that much hype yeah. coming up around, like, Flaherty when he was coming through. No, the I, well, I don't like, remember. I didn't, dude, I followed the Cardinals religiously, but I didn't start following prospects until, like, two or three years ago. So, fair enough. So, like, right when he was coming up. Yeah, like, know. he came up in 2017, I think. At, okay. At very end, or it was the, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Or the end of 2018, I don't remember. Regardless, I didn't, like... I had friends who were like, yeah, dude, this this guy I've been watching, Oscar Tavares, has been so good. Like, And then he came up, and I was like, dude, I love Oscar Tavares. And then, you know, what happened happened. But that was yeah. just, that was a bad example. But I had friends that <laughs> yeah. would follow, you know, the pipeline like this. So I, I just, I just right. never did until, like, a couple years ago, you know. Man... I, you know, I wonder if uh, that's some bullshit bargaining chip that uh, John Mazalock uses when he's uh, giving contracts out. He's just like, you know, we were going to give Oscar Tavares twenty a $25 million extension for two years. But, you know, when you give someone that kind of money, they uh, drive 100 miles an hour in a Dodge Viper and uh, kill themselves because they're shit-faced, as well as their girlfriend. You know, it's a... Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I could... I. I could just see that, like, maybe not, never being said in an interview, but, like, internal discussions with, you know, the twat and his cronies up there. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. So. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I mean, dude, like, like I kind of said, like, if you, if you ended up listening to yesterday's episode, like. I did. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's just stressful to, like, think about how, how possibly our outfield could be so mishandled. You know, in our and our generational pitcher could situation could be mishandled so badly that we lose everyone. We could lose. We're definitely going to lose Flaherty. But like thinking about losing O'Neill, Bader, and eventually Carlson kind of makes me sick. You know. Yeah. Well, and I don't even know how many years of team control Carlson has. I imagine he still has. He at has least three or four. He has left. five. I think. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Or yeah. So because, that's because his. 2020 didn't count as a year of service time. So he's got probably like four and a half if if he has that much left, yeah. Right, so, yeah, that's a problem for another day. We'll talk about that on, yeah. what, episode 300? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, when we're that high. God. Yeah, yeah. So who is uh, next on your list after uh, Baez? Um, okay, let's see. I said Baez. I was looking at a few others. Um, Juan Yepes, we we know about him. He's going to be on the team. Oh yeah. Um, he's kind of looked 
kind of hasn't looked too good in spring. Um, but he'll, I think he's definitely making the team no matter what. Um, but as for prospects, I'm really, really liking prospects four and five, which is Ivan Herrera, who's uh, the catcher, and Mason Wynn, who is the shortstop. So uh, yeah. if we move on from Tommy Edmond, which I hope we don't in the in the next few years, I hope he kind of stays a Cardinal at least for another year or two. Uh, Mason Wynn's the guy sure. to look for. He's uh, 20 years old. He's uh, was drafted in 2020 in the second round. Uh, pick, I remember fi- pick that. 54. I remember that draft. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it looks, you know, he he kind of he played for two teams. He 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 went to high and then high, or he went to he went from A to high A, and uh, with a combined average of 242 and five home runs, um, 93 hits, so 19 doubles. So little we don't know. He looks like he's got uh you know, a b- below average power, good speed, good arm, good fielding. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll I think see. that was the year that the Cardinals drafted a lot of infielders. Like I think that was maybe when we got like Kramer Robertson. Uh if Kramer came I think in like I could be way off. No, Who's Robert Robertson been around, bro. I feel I kind of feel bad for that kid, to be honest. Well, he's been around. He's, yeah. And I guess Nick Plummer is gone. Did someone pick him up? Like, is he so a, Nick Plummer uh, went for uh, free agency as a minor leaguer and signed with the Mets. So okay. Yeah, it looks like was, uh, Kramer Robertson Robertson is uh, twenty seven. Um, Oh, he was drafted in oh. 2017. Um, wow. Yeah, I was way off. Well, he, ha- he has not been. He has not been too good. So, yeah. Well, one of my guys on my list kind of fits that mold, but it's not him either. But he's my last one. Uh, so I like, you know, I really like this uh, Freddie Pacheco. I hope I'm not mispronouncing that last name. Uh, you know. This is a guy I never will see the Cardinals using as a starter, considering they signed him in 2017 and immediately made him a reliever in the minors. I think he was signed out of Venezuela. Yeah. Um, and, you know, control has definitely been an issue for him early in his career. Um, but last year, he kind of seemed to tame his stuff quite a bit as he went from Class A to Triple A, which that's a big leap in a year. I mean, other prospects have done that too, but mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's two levels. And if you can hit a double a people always say you can hit in the majors, you know, that's where the real, yeah, that's, is that's where a. they say like triple a is just kind of a, a waiting, waiting game. And double a is like, if you can, if you're good in double a, you're going to be in the majors. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pacheco yeah. pitch today did not look good. Um, but a guy that did look good is Andre Palante who is the number 15th prospect. He was drafted in uh, 2019 in the fourth round. He has plus command and plus break and is disgusting. So um, he pitched today and looked pretty damn good. That's a guy that I'm really hoping can be in the middle side of the bullpen here in 2022. Maybe, uh, you know, when when Gallegos needs a day off, he can go in and save a game. But you know, yeah, I don't know, man. Who's going to be this closer this year? I, I mean, I know that they're kind of saying it's going to be closer by committee, and which one? I kind of don't like that bill. either. <laughs> I yeah, kinda, I like I, having a guy. You know, <laughs> and I think fucking 
Gallegos could be that guy. Yeah. I mean, I prefer him as a setup guy just because he's so lights out, but yeah. he's clearly the best pitcher we have in the bullpen. And, you know, historically and, you know, logically speaking, that usually makes you a closer. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really want Alex Reyes in the rotation, and I don't really want him as a closer. Well, he's I, on the 60-day IL, so we don't have to cross that bridge yet. Yeah, thank you. He's not going to be so, pitching until July, probably. Yeah, and that's a uh, best-case scenario. That's best-case scenario. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't hate that the Cardinals are prioritizing strike throwers. You know, it's... We got in so much trouble last year with just like putting guys on base with a free pass. But, you know, this and, you know, this might bounce back because or have a ripple effect in the sense like, okay, yeah, we're going to get strike throwers and then we're going to have guys who just go out there and throw 83 mile change ups in the heart of the plate and that just get ripped. You know, it's who knows what happens. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's not a bad approach. I mean, we've seen the Cardinals have an issue from season to season and never address it and then just double down on, you know, that issue. Oh, man, like, that that's what they really fucking mean when they say it's the Cardinal way, so. Yeah. Oh, that shit irks me so much. I, I mean, I know that, like, hey, you know, we've got Cardinals legends, like, uh, you know, Red Shondeast, who's gonna, you know, he was a defensive guy. We have uh, Okendo, who's another defensive guy. You know, it's like, right? I get, I get that you have that kind of culture, but at the same time, um, you don't think other teams are trying to play good on defense, and they don't have other historic, you know, players in their organization come to spring training and try to teach guys different kind of things from when they were playing. I mean, it's not. It's it's not a unique thing. It's like when Facebook or fucking Instagram copies like TikTok, and it's like we have this brand new feature. I mean, it's oh cool. It's it's been done. Other people are doing it, you know. Hmm. But I don't know. We're just uh, humans living in a lizard people world. What can I say, man? Yep. Sadly. Yeah. I can't well, believe that uh, Andrew Benintendi was a number one prospect at one point yeah and he and he had a i think his first year with the Sox, he had a good ass year too like he was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, you know it's just alex reyes was number one at one point too so you know yeah he was the number one pitching prospect in all baseball and then i think he smoked weed in the minors and they treated him like shit (laughs) and he got a big old hundred game suspension i believe yeah disgusting 2016 maybe some somewhere around there so uh so dumb i'm like what which i don't know if you know this but apparently they don't even test for weed in the majors they just no it's done now yeah yeah and i don't think they were for like years but they criticize these minor league guys and it's like okay you're gonna sleep in a bus or like what we saw in that one video last year where they're piling cots in like a hotel's uh event room for a team to sleep on (laughs) and it's like you're telling me it's such a mortal sin for a guy just to go out and you know take a rip off of his dab pin or you know christ like (laughs) i mean it's 
it seems like the most miserable thing, the way they treat those guys in the minors. And, you know, you should have some release. I'd rather you be a little in the clouds than stumbling over drunk. But, hey, that's here we are. Yeah. I don't need to get into a drug conversation, though. So, oh, God. Uh, next on my list is um, Alec Burleson. Mm-hmm. Um He's kind of my dark horse candidate to maybe one day be the team's fourth outfielder or DH. Um, he, You could expect him to potentially hit like 20 home runs a season. Um, his strongest attributes is bat. Um, seeing as his defense, you know, Prime's going to be a corner outfielder at best. But, you know, he did hit well above average for most of the part last year, I think, until he got to triple a um you know he, he was hitting in the 280s and he hit triple a and was hitting like 230 but he I mean, flew again, through the minors though too yeah and so, one year I'll, i i say you give him some time a little extra seasoning and you know he'll probably um i i bet he starts the year at triple a they probably won't send him back down to double a and just see if his game keeps up and you know if it does send him to the show that's uh, so. I've done four so far. How how many more do you have left on your uh? I mean, like? uh, I mean, besides Ivan Herrera, who I I think very highly of. Um, if the Cardinals, sure. here's here's the thing. Here's my sick fantasy. Um, you know, the Cardinals end up trading Kisner, or trading both Kisner and Herrera away for some big package him for some big name pitchers. And then after this season, when Yadier Molina retires, I sign Wilson Contreras. That's my sick fantasy that I'd like. But that's not going to happen. Um, Ivan Herrera is yeah. going to be <laughs> quite possibly um, the next Yadi. I don't think he'll be the next Yadi, but I think he'll be close. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a hell of a uh, statement there. Um yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. It's, and I, I know. and I and I say that just because I mean, Yadier Molina is a first ballot Hall of Famer, so to be like he's the ne- yeah. he's the next this, it's like oh shit. I mean, well, what I gotta I gotta do some research. Keep keep going. I gotta do some research then. Well, I don't know. And I actually read a article. I think it might have been from Ben Fredrickson or Derek Gould. Um, I actually just got a post dispatch membership, so I can share you that login if you want to read some of their stuff. No, I'll just remove. I know the, we sh- I'll remove the paywall myself. Oh, <laughs> See, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I I don't know how to do that, man. I tried doing the whole incognito browser on Chrome, <laughs> and it yeah, it just didn't work. So I. I said, screw it. I'll pay the $1 for six months. That'll get me through most of the season. And right. then I might cancel and just get a new email to use. So, yeah. But um, as far as Herrera is concerned, I mean, I I like his game. But I'm also not ready to give up on Kisner. I mean. Nah, I get it. So, I get it, yeah. You know, he played so sparingly last year. And when you're not getting regular at bats and you're just kind of like, Hey, we're gonna give Yadi a day off. I mean, he's he's basically experiencing the same thing that uh, what's his face be traded to the Astros? Everybody. Uh, with. Yeah, Every- but what was the uh, who was the catcher we traded to the Astros for uh, Goldie or not Astros? Oh, Carson Kelly. The fuck am I? Yeah, Carson Kelly. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's basically getting that same treatment, which I get it. Carson it's, Kelly I mean, was a high pitching or high catching prospect too. Yeah, no, like he, legit. Yeah, he was a prospect. He, 
Yeah, I mean, they were saying he was the heir to be to Yachty. Um, and then Yachty decided to play, like, four more seasons. So, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, now Carson uh, Kelly's 27 years old, so... Yeah, but... I don't know. It could it could be interesting. I mean, preferably, I'd like for... Yeah, they, they have to choose between one of the two guys because I don't want to have a situation where you have two really young catchers trying to handle a pitching staff. I'd like a vet guy, you know... Whether that's like a Gary Bennett from 2006 or, uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, even like Matt Weeters from a couple of years ago, you know, like I would want a veteran guy and I don't even want a timeshare. I'd like the young guy to get 75% of the games, but yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, know. is that you go out and sign somebody like, uh, now if they're still playing, you know, like a fucking Robinson Torinos type and, sure. and let, and let Ivan Herrera catch 120 games you know yeah i mean i i honestly think that's the move just just let a young guy have the reins and i mean hell as long as they're not just absolute dog shit behind the plate you know defensively let them let them hit 220 for a year Yachty wasn't any I mean Yachty wasn't worth a shit at the plate until 2005 or 6 and even then yeah we only I mean we only remember him in 2006 as being good because he hit that clutch home run against the Mets in the in LCS in that game mm-hmm. seven you know mm-hmm. so it I mean just give him some time and I mean being a catcher is such a position where I mean you're you're gonna be a defensive first dude if you're worth a shit, anyways. I mean, I I never trust those guys who are like, yeah, I'm a catcher, but in the minors I'm hitting 25 home runs, and I'm you know, I I just I don't know. I like yeah, a defensive guess first what? catcher. You're not gonna be catching at halfway through your career if you're putting up numbers yeah, like and that. At that. You're gonna DH yeah, and, and they're then, gonna throw you on first base. So <laughs> pretty much, and then at that point, if you're DHing, I mean. If you're hitting 20 home runs a year, that's nice, but it's not necessarily going to be, you know, there's other there's other guys in the league that could be a DH, you know, that are out there. I mean, fuck, Nelson Cruz is going to be playing until he's 60 just because he can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, well, as far as who I've got left on my list, this is kind of, this is someone I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, is old Delvin Perez. Um, oh, shit. Is he even ranked yeah. anymore? He's like the 16th ranked prospect or somewhere around there. Uh, you know, oh, uh, he's 25, and, okay. Oh, okay, I was way off. Well, he, my thing with I him forgot is, about I don't him. Ex- <laughs> I don't expect him to be like, you know, the end all be all, you know, unless he has just like an amazing year in the minors and gets up to like triple A, I'm not going to be hyped about him. But what I do like is we dr- when we drafted him, he was hella fucking young. Um, yeah. You know, the defense is there. I've seen his videos he's posted on Twitter and Instagram of him just, like, fielding grounders. And he kind of looks like sick. Tatis, doesn't he? Yeah. Not, like, like, both, fi- both physically and, and on the field. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, give him a couple more years if his development just stays st- stagnant, then, I mean, you, you can do he's something 20, with him. I'm sure he's you can 23, him man. Yeah, he's 23. I yeah, think a couple years. Yeah, 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 he's got a couple years now. There's a few of these guys on here, like this 26 year old Jake Walsh, you know, and then uh, wow, Jonathan Mejia, 16 years old. 
Oh, wow. God. Oh, yeah, this, this just happened. A... He's the 16th prospect. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Jonathan Mejia <laughs> signed oh, him dude. in the 2022 international period. I forgot about that. I don't know about you, but this just does kind of seem like slave labor when you sign a 15 or 16 year old. Hey, they signed him. Country. They signed him for six six point two million dollars. And that's good and dandy, but you know, I it. I don't know. It 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 just kind of seems weird. You know, I like. He was born. I in love 2005, the idea. And he's a switch oh my hitter. God. So he didn't even see the Red Sox break their uh like eighty year curse <laughs> in 04. Oh Jesus! I mean. It's cool that, you know, you could potentially have a prospect who's knocking on the door at, like, age 19. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's kind of what a, a Gorman's sort of at at this point. Yeah. But, it, I don't know. It's its just weird to me to be, like, you're, I mean, can you imagine being 15 or 16 and taking the diamond with, like, 30- and 40-year-old other athletes? Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. You know, like, yeah, he's not there yet, I don't think. I don't think he'll be... He'll probably break camp next season if they let him. I mean, I don't know. He'll be 17. No, he'll yeah. be. Well, no, he'll. No, he'll be 17 next spring training. He's like going up to Paul DeYoung and is like, hey, can you buy me some jewel pods, bro? Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So... <laughs> like, I've been smoking since I was 12. Like, please. I. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. He's. Uh... He's an interesting guy, but I'm not giving up on Delvin. You know, he's just too smooth, and I he, he actually I don't think had that bad of a year last year. He kind of showed some signs of growth and maturity at the plate. So he's never going to be a 25 to 30 home run a year guy. But for all we know, he could be a um, Angelton Simmons guy who's you know average at the plate but plays stellar defense. And at shortstop, right. that's fine. You know, so that pretty much concludes my list. Uh, prospects i like for 2022 and beyond but i did have a few dudes who i just kind of like i always just sort of liked from years past I, I, did you make any sort of list like that at all or no i didn't i'm interested to hear yours though okay so this is one that's gonna be this is my this this is one of my weird ones i had to literally like i could not remember this guy's name but i remembered like who he was yeah uh you remember chris perez he was like a relief pitcher for the Cardinals back in 09. My God, no. Uh, I see well, that he was an all-star in 2011 and 12. <laughs> yeah, with Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, he was like, you know, he, I, he was pretty touted coming up through the minors um, from what I remember. I mean, granted, I was a child when I was reading stuff about him. <laughs> That's who we got for Mark DeRosa. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, dude, it, dude, it all ties back to Mark DeRosa. <laughs> Fucking D-Row, but, bro. Oh no, I remember he. I mean, he threw straight heat. He was a big old boy, um, and you know, we let him go, and I get it because we had a. I mean, in two thousand nine, we had a dire need for any sort of offense um, in terms of like you know middle infield guys so there you go i mean i'm pretty sure brennan ryan was on that team and he was 
usually God. more uh <laughs> i mean his whole thing was like i'm just going to go up to the plate and chew on my shirt sleeve like a rabid fucking animal and throw fucking and, fits yeah wow. you know so mark brendan mark DeRosso was fine that year brendan ryan man and then we had the Brennan Ryan into the Tyler Green era. And then, oh, shit, who was after that? Um, I don't think we went straight from Tyler Green to Johnny Peralta. I think there's at least one or two more guys. Greg Garcia there, and Daniel Descalzo. We had Descalzo. Oh, we had for call, too. I mean, 20. I'd like Rafael which... for call, though. Yeah, it's where the happy flight thing came from, you know? So, I mean,. One, for call was always a good defensive shortstop. He wasn't bad at the plate, and he was a good morale guy. He was basically Johnny Gomes, but could actually play. So that's, you know, a plus. But I don't know. Um, my next guy, I mean, this is, and these guys are, I have Chris Perez, two more recent guys, and then one guy who is still pitching, but. You know, we let him go a long-ass time ago. Um, so I've got Adolis Garcia. I yeah. always liked him. I thought, you know, I was like, he's very young, he's green, but I don't know. He, I thought he would play a good part as a corner outfielder in the future, and then we got Tyler O'Neill, and O'Neill was a slugger coming from Seattle, and, you know, I get it. Tyler O'Neill's a fucking monster, and Adolis Garcia also proved last year that he's a bit of a monster himself. So yep. that could be. Oh no, he's a guy I always liked, especially when we. I think he we signed him as like an international free agent. Um, and then next on my list is uh, I always fuck up his name, uh, Magnirus Sierra. I think oh, we got yeah, rid yeah. of. <laughs> I think we got rid of him in the Ozuna trade. If yeah, I'm which not is mistaken. which is fine. Um, I was kind of bummed yeah, he, at first, but like you know, he he's not he's not good. He's yeah, not, he didn't he's, he didn't end up doing shit. I just he's liked just him not good. Up. He had a he crazy little streak with the Cardinals, though. Do you remember that in 2017? Yeah, and those 22 sure we in 22 games. Yeah, he was just going off. Yeah, but you know. He he was just a dude that I remember reading lots of articles from like Viva Albertos and stuff um, about yeah. coming up and how he's got, you know, he's a plus defender. He's got a lot yeah. of speed. Viva he's Albertos know a... everything, don't they? Yeah, that's what I thought back in you know twenty sixteen. Yeah, same man. I drank, I, I drank their Kool Aid too. They're just annoying. Yeah. So uh, that's and not. Then, that, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm sorry. It's just me. Well, they didn't ha- like. I like I'll still go to them after like the draft because they'll rank a lot of prospects and talk about them. So you kind of get a good idea. I mean, that's where I first heard about Harrison Bader at. I right. mean, like he's signed out of Florida. He had a good bat. Um, I mean, wasn't a huge power threat, but he got on base, played stellar defense. I mean, it was kind of like, okay, this is a guy I'll take in the third or fourth round, which is I think when they got him. Um but and then my last guy is um, Adam Ottavino. I think the Yankees <laughs> actually m- just signed him. The but, Mets. Yeah. The Mets signed him. Okay. I Here's remember Ottavino being a Cardinal. I wish the Cardinals would have yeah. threw a little bit of money at him and bring him back for the rest of the yeah. year. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he wasn't a bad guy, but I distinctly remember going to a game in, like, 2008, and I, I bought one of the programs at the game, and they had, like, a whole thing about the um, the guys they drafted. It was, like, right after the draft, so they did kind of, like, a little profile on all these guys, and he was one of those dudes on there, and I just thought, you know, anytime I see a pitcher that's any good and he's wearing glasses, and as a man who wears glasses, it, you know, Makes you feel good. It's but. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Eric yeah. Sogard. Exactly. Or who's that uh, one fucking guy the Dodgers just released? Uh, I think he's an infielder. Oh, B- you know? Beatty. Yes, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt Beatty. Beatty. Yeah. So they got they got Julio thing. Urias still. So. Yeah. True. But I don't know. That pretty much completes all that I prepared. But yeah, you know as. F- if we just want to go on a rant about how shitty the DeWitts are, I'm more than willing oh to do God. that. That's a, I'm, that's I'm a common thing. I'm just tired of that. It's at the same time, it's just like Jesus Christ, they're bad. They're so bad. It's it's just it's kind of it's comedic at this point. Um, so, I mean, what what else is there to say? We're gonna lose a generational pitcher, uh, possibly a generational outfielder. So, yeah, I mean. My, th- I kind of want that guy who used to own the Cardinals. Um, Walt that- Jockety. No, he used to own the Cardinals like before the Dewitts. Oh. I think it was that guy from like, I remember he used to wear that big ass red Cardinals hat. Um, it was. I mean, it was like in the eighties when I. I'm. I'm sure anyone who's listening is probably like acting like man these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about um, i don't i mean we can look it up who yeah but we are. need like basically we need doug dimadome home of the dimsdale dimadome as gm that's what we need we need him we need a texan who wears a cowboy hat who spends fucking money like it's you know An- anheuser bush used to own the cardinals Okay, so it was like the president of Anheuser Busch then. And it was, Gussie Bush I, was the owner before, and okay, so like this guy, I'm like we, I'm like I just want some old man who just you know instead of just buying like a fleet of Buicks or other land yachts, it's just like I'm gonna own a baseball team and they can spend whatever the fuck they want. Like just get get some oil t- tycoon. Get you know at this point I take fucking Rex Tillerson. Former, former Secretary of State and Exxon Mobil to be Jesus the Jesus Christ <laughs> to be the you know well look what the, the fucking, fucking owner dickhead uh fucking Mets owner you know look at him granted he's yeah. going out and spending money on fucking old product so I can't really I can't really say I'm all about what he does but at least he's spending money you know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I the mean, last time the Cardinals have offered a contract was to Paul Goldschmidt. Which, you know, that was like the main concern when they traded Good. for him. Because he only Good. had, you know, Good it was move. like, hey, yeah, great move. And we didn't give up anything that's really come back to bite us. It's all these like little trades we make that end up like being a pain in the ass. It's like, hey, we could use a fifth outfield bat who's a switch hitter. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna trade for you know, 
fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to name a real person, but we're going to we're going to trade for a guy who hits 240 from both sides of the plate and maybe knocks in 30 runs a year. Um, and we're going to give our like third best pitching prospect and that guy turns out to be like an ace on another team or it turns yeah. out to be some offensive bat like Randy, you know, it or imagine being so fucking dumb that uh, you don't sign Lance Lynn, you know? Oh, don't even. Yeah, I I think I said on one of the earlier one of the earlier episodes that Lance Lynn him leaving was like very sad to me. I mean, he was a guy who was like you know he was Cardinals good, but he wasn't like you know oh. People in MLB Network weren't talking about Lance Lynn all the time, or you know they weren't following his free agency with a fine tooth comb. But at the same time, I mean, he was such a good Cardinal. He had a funny personality by just not having one, which Dude, I appreciate. His dry humor was so good. <laughs> yeah, like it was fantastic, and he, you know, and also his stuff was, you know, he threw fastballs. He threw like yep. He threw a four-seam fastball and a two-seam fastball like 80% of the time, you know, and he got outs. He was usually the best pitcher in the first half of the season. Like, there were, like, there was always like, you know, you would look at the numbers and be like, yeah, Granky and Kershaw are having a good year, but also like, who, where the fuck is Lance Lynn coming from here? You know, there was always a case that he could be like, you know, the all-star game, like opening starter, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Mm. It is what it is, and, you know, ah, they. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't have given him an extension of, like, five years, $75 million. I mean, that wouldn't have hurt the hurt the bank too much, but instead they're going to give fucking Brett Cecil out of the pen, what, 30 oh, or $40 million? Like, <laughs> And then throw $14 million at fucking Greg Holland or whatever it was. Yeah, that was, man... That that one did hurt. I was like so hyped when they got Holland. I was like, "Oh, dude, okay, we finally have that beast at the back of the pen. This is gonna. I mean, throws eight know, straight I, balls in his first appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Gets booed by the fucking home crowd. Yeah. Wait, wasn't it the same off season where we got rid of Lance Lynn and then just went and signed uh, Mike Leak? Wasn't it the same year? I think so. It all sucked, dude. The, the it, mid 2010s was so bad that it's just I don't know. After yeah, 2015, it, whenever we got fucking bounced by the Cubs in the C- division series, it's just all blur after that. So oh, until yeah, 2019 was, was healthy. Jaime Garcia, Jesus Christ. Yeah, old Jaime. Dude, I always liked him. I mean, he was another injury-prone dude, but when he was healthy, he was like, you know, easily a number two pitcher on almost any team in the league. So, he could still yeah. be pitching if he wanted to, though, but he retired. Yeah. Well, you know, you know who should be pitching? Fan of the pod, Randy Choate. Um, oh come, God, coming out like for his... Uh, 45 now? Dude, he was like 40-something on the Cardinals. He was an old piece of shit, and he looked like it. He looked like a por- he looked like a male porn star with the flavor saver that was just like dusted out. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> it's the only way I know how yeah, to describe he was, that he guy. He pitched three seasons with the Cardinals? Holy shit. His last three. Uh, yeah. Uh, Remember when the fucking Cardinals time. had Jonathan Broxton? That was hilarious. I think we talked about this on the pod before, but Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, Broxton was bad. Um, which I don't think we gave up too much to Milwaukee for him. But yeah, Broxton was bad. There was, I mean, he was not the Broxton of four years before that. So no, he was a beast, just, wasn't he? Though. He yeah. Like... I always just like a heavy set pitcher. I like especially a relief guy. Just like I'm like you know, it's always cool whenever there's a. You know, a guy in the Cardinals who wears the same waist size as me, that just makes me happy. Gives me a chance, you know. I'm I'm actually going to be trying out for, um, at an independent workout for a few teams coming up. I've been working on my glove work, my hitting. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm even looking at being a player coach, potentially, Jackie Moon style, so we'll I see. I remember when they DFA'd him, and I was so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it always sucks that when you we DFA someone we're never kind of like oh man he was a good guy but oh he I was released May thirty first dude yeah. I I think I, I was uh I was living on the West Coast in twenty seventeen and I was in L A for a Cardinal game I went out with my uncle and I remember him pitching oh. and giving up tons of runs and that was like middle of May end of May so that was like probably one of his last appearances <laughs> oh man. Three years well, they kept that piece of shit on the team. <laughs> I'm all right. All right. Jesus. Then we'll wrap up. This is a good yeah. good episode. Um Sure, man. Hopefully, uh, so, you know, uh, we'll 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 get another one going once Tom gets back into town. Or no, you know what? When does he come back? He should be back, I think, Wednesday. He said the oh, 29th. Well, oh, then we'll record another episode before then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Well dope, man. Um, I guess sh- should I do the whole uh, who we fucking tonight thing? Ooh, um, I need to know. You yeah. get to pick. You get to pick. Ooh, okay. Who we fucking tonight? I f- we've we've done the Dewitts too many times. We don't want to get on the bad foot with you know Marmol yet because he hasn't. You know, honestly, they're pl- playing great in spring training, which ultimately matters next to nothing. But you know what? I'm just gonna. Fuck Michael Gersh. How about that? Just just for existing while not existing at the same time. He's a premonition of a human being, is all I can say. He's a oh, premonition. Man. Yeah, he's a premonition, man. So, yeah. I guess uh, one, two, three. Fuck, Mike Fuck Michael Gersh. Gersh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I haven't seen him once all spring training, but fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him for not existing. Oh, shit.